1: Well, there you go. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by MSSmarthomes.com. That's MS. You know that stands for Mississippi. MSSmarthomes.com. Uh, they will power your entertainment system and make it amazing. All right? smarthomes.com Both outside in some kind of, you know, covered patio, uh, courtyard porch area. Um, whether it's a condo, a house, uh, inside too in your living area, mssmarthomes.com. Game day, your game day entertainment system is powered by Jake Manning and mssmarthomes.com. Blake?
0: Yes, sir. I was just uh, trying to do my home tailgating plan for the rest of the, the fall. And com. that's the key because it makes everything operational by your phone. You can handle lighting, sound, TV, everything you want. And Jake Manning and the crew, when they leave, it's set up, ready to go. You know how to work it. That's the problem with the big box stores. You don't ever know how to use any of that stuff. MSSmarthomes.com, Jake Manning and the crew, when they leave, you know it as well as they know it, which is a nice, safe, peaceful thing. Because the last thing you want is to invite all your guys and girls over and not have the ability to watch the game. Not Boom. have it work right. That's just uh, – talk about a fumble on the first play of the game. Talk about uh, a, a pick six to no. start the game. Have something like that happen. That's the worst thing. Take it all off the plate. Let mssmarthomes.com just wrap it up in a neat little bow for you.
1: I like it. I like it. Jake Manning, com. Good morning. Welcome in. I picked Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Um. Now, I picked, a, I picked with the spread. Y'all need to know that. Um, and, and so that's how we do it on show me the money, but I've got the dogs 21, a and M 20, and I have Ole Miss 24 and Kentucky 21. So, you know, taking the points, but taking the home team. Does that make sense, Blake?
0: Yeah. I, I Look, I like it. I think part of this is the fun of. I mean obviously on the show we're you know, it's fun to hope and be positive that the teams are gonna win. If this was Alabama, we're not, you know, we're not misleading you, right? Like like we're not we, we do believe that State and Ole Miss can both win these games. Whether they do or not is always up for debate. Someone um, someone on the text line said they put two hundred dollars on A and M to cover as a state fan so that that way they can be happy either way.
1: <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, out of bounds ESPN one oh five nine the zone. MRA put MRA prep football tonight on The Zone. Tomorrow, Mississippi State football on 1059 The Zone. Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m., Saints-Vikings on 1059 The Zone. We are streaming live for you right now on thezone1059.com. Also, I'm so happy for the Sanderson Farms Championship and all the hard work that is put in. Uh, for that PGA Golf Tournament. The purse is uh, $8 million out at the Country Club of Jackson. And although it'll probably be tough sledding tomorrow, uh, yesterday was amazing. Today will be amazing. Tomorrow will be amazing. Uh, And Sunday, the weather is perfect. You don't ever know. It's golf. It's played outside. But they call it uh, perfect weather to host the uh, the PGA, and the uh, some of it was on ESPN Plus yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure the TV schedule the rest of the weekend. I have ESPN Plus. I also have the Golf Channel. So they'll give, I know you'll get updates throughout the weekend on the Golf Channel, but uh, when we were at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, they were talking about ESPN Plus carrying some of the Sanderson Farms championship, uh, $8 million. Eight million dollar purse, one point four million to the winner, which is incredible to me. Uh, that that's where we are in a in a Jackson, Mississippi tournament. Uh, a lot of our restaurants are packed, um, our hotels are packed, and so on. So that's good. Ton of money going through the uh, Jackson Metro. Um, the this all this week as we uh, as we host the Sanderson Farms Championship. And we'll get an, uh, a big winner on Sunday. And the state of Mississippi gets a, a big push. So, Starble, uh will make a ton of money. Oxford will make a ton of money. And the Jackson metro area. So, that's exciting. Out of Bounds 105.9 The Zone ESPN is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Spray and bed liners and lift kits. RPT, Rick's Pro Truck. Uh, premium cigars at Havana Smoke Shop across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir. Havana Smoke Shop. Also, I-55 North Frontage Road, just right around the corner from Corner Market Grocery Stores. Um, we we talked about this a, a few weeks ago. White Denzel brought it up again. Um, Mark Stoops can't beat anybody in the SEC West on the road. He's 0-10. And, and so... White Denzel said, does that surprise you? It doesn't because of the way that everybody recruits in the West. I mean, the two worst recruiters fall between 25 and 30, and that's Mississippi State and Arkansas, which means you're still sounding good athletes, even though we, we throw out the word worst, um, which is probably not fair. Uh, and both those teams, by the way, have landed top 25 recruiting classes uh, in Fayetteville and startable. Um the West is jam-packed with talent so much more athletic, big, and physical than the SEC East. So it does not surprise me that Mark Stoops takes advantage of a uh, just a totally dysfunctional Tennessee volunteer program until this year. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that Stoops can beat South Carolina here and there. It doesn't surprise me that he can tattoo Vanderbilt in Missouri who are not as talented teams and a Florida team that for whatever reason program that has really lost their way for the most part since Urban Meyer. Now here's what, here's the interesting part about the Florida Gators as bad a head coach as Will Muschamp is. He still went 11 and two and went to the sugar bowl. They played Teddy Bridgewater and the Louisville Cardinal and Charlie strong years ago. Uh, Wendy and I happened to be spending a couple of nights down there in New Orleans over the holidays, and we stayed in the same hotel with the Florida Gators because I was roaming around one night trying to find a Gatorade and ran into a bunch of the Florida Gator players. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that Stoops has taken advantage uh, taken advantage of a Florida Gators program, too. Not, not as dysfunctional as Tennessee, but dysfunctional for their standards uh, the last decade. So what Stoops has done is uh, – they're nasty and mean in the line of scrimmage. Um, they're pretty damn fundamentally sound. Um, and they're going to play hard. He's got the culture piece. Uh, they've never recruited better. And they're, you know, bleh on offense for the most part. I mean, that's just a typical defensive-minded coach. Uh, you know, Not a shot against Stoops. He's a good coach. But I think the reason why he hasn't been able to win his way out of there is because he, he just doesn't have the sizzle. You know, you got to have a little pop on offense this day and age, for the most part, unless you're, like, tied to Saban, like Will Muschamp, okay? And Stoops isn't tied to Saban um, or, you know, Urban Meyer or something like that. I mean, the NFL is still hiring Belichick uh, coordinators, and, and most of them fall on their face left and right. So I'm not surprised that Stoops' record against the East is really good. And I'm not surprised that he's 0-10 on the road against SEC West teams. I'm not surprised whatsoever. This division is so far superior to anything in college football. I don't even think Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans understand it. And we're in the, we, we are in the shallow end with all the big, nasty sharks that can kill you in one second. I mean, we have two of the toughest programs in all of college football. It's not – I mean, it's not debatable. We have good athletes, but it's overshadowed by the two monsters on our border and some of the other teams in the league. And then the physicality component a lot of times catches up with our team because we don't draw the Vanderbilts, the Missouris, the dysfunctional Tennessee, the blah South Carolina, and the kind of weird Florida Gators. Florida's different in a way. They don't go totally dysfunctional. And they are still good enough because they're the biggest brand in the SEC because they're located in the heart of the Sunshine State in that they can still win 11 games with Muschamp. They can still win, I think, McIlwain knocked down – I know he knocked down 9, 10. And, of course, Dan went back-to-back New Year's Six Bowl games. Of course, Dan's a good coach. You, you all, I know it's fun to make fun of him on our Ag Up equipment text line, but uh, – you know Dan Mullen's a hell of a football coach. It just didn't uh, it didn't work out. But hell, it didn't it fell apart on Urban Meyer. Well, it really outside of Urban's four year stretch and Steve Spurrier, Florida's been pretty middle of the road. Uh, but they did finally wake up in the nineties, and I think that they will wake up under um, Napier, Billy Napier, who is their coach. But Stoops on the road, I wouldn't be surprised if he's 0-11 at 3 uh, o'clock tomorrow afternoon because, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, they're a nice program. He's made them into a nice program, but they've never had any pop on offense. Levis looks to be a little – yeah, they're a little bit better throwing the football. None of their skill players scare you.
2: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
1: Um, tough, physical line of scrimmage. Like, like to pound the rock until this year. And hey, I don't know. When they bring Rodriguez back, they may take the ball, uh, leave it to Mark Stoops to take the ball out of Levis's hands. And this could play into Ole Miss's favor. I mean, Stoops could have been sitting there telling himself the last four weeks, man, as soon as we get Rodriguez back, we're going to shift towards run the football a little bit more and we'll take the ball out of this Will levis cat's hand who a lot of people believe, and I think his deal's way over-hyped. But they're talking about him being the number one pick, number five pick, you know, whatever, number eight pick in the NFL draft. We see guys, we see QBs overdrafted all the time, so nothing will surprise me next April. In Kansas City. But that that's my thoughts, Blake, on uh, – I mean, those are my thoughts on Kentucky and Stoops. Stoops losing on the road in our division doesn't surprise me because our division is so far and above superior to anything else, including the East and all of college football.
0: Yeah, I think you framed it up exactly right. And I think one thing to look at, too, is they haven't played at Arkansas and they haven't played at Ole Miss, and they played Mississippi State for the most part of Stoops' tenure – at the height of their football power, so to speak. I use that word somewhat jokingly. But, I mean, they played the best. He Stoops has called Mississippi State at its best, right, under Dan Mullen. So it's not surprising. They've played the toughest recruiters on the road in the SEC. They're, as we mentioned, they've moved up. I think 247 has them 27th or 26th in the country in talent this year, which is an incredible testament to what Mark Stoops has done there. But that still puts you at, like, 11th in the sec just you're fighting uphill i mean you're just it's mississippi state to a t they're fighting uphill constantly and their one saving grace is that in the east they get to pick on the 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 much weaker opponents
1: yeah uh can't wait to see what happens tomorrow who's gonna make the big plays? who's gonna go get the play in starville and oxford i mean that's what it comes down to And who knows if it'll be offense, defense, special teams, combination. Can't wait to see what the field goals look like. Um, Red zone efficiency, can you score? Can you score? If once you score, is it a touchdown or a field goal? And do you give – you can't give the ball up in the red zone. None of the four teams can. You can't do it. You can't give it up on downs. You can't give it up on a turnover. And you cannot miss field goals in the red zone, Uh, which I guess that would be – You know, uh, if if you are kicking, the furthest would be a 37-yard field goal, right? From the 20. So, um, but there could be some, you know, 45-yarders, 50-yard field goals, maybe even beyond that. Mississippi State made a 52-yarder last weekend, uh, which I think blew away some people. Uh, That may have been the highlight of the game. But we will see with tomorrow – I'm ready. I'm ready right now. Well, but I want to have – I want Friday to be awesome. All the pregame that you do, hang out and have fun because, you know, if you lose – so you want to have a lot of fun. Lunch, tonight, tomorrow, leading into the game, and then you all are all going to be insanely uptight and crazy and uh, the ebb and flow and the highs and lows – Um, We've got some Mike Leach audio for you on Aggie. So, Mike Leach is, I think Blake said, eight and four against the Texas A&M Aggies um, in his career. And he won in Texas A&M last year. This is Mike Leach talking about Texas A&M fans.
2: Well, it's a great place to play. The fans are fantastic because the fans are truly committed. I mean, as far as – around the country I mean for the A&M fans are truly committed so it's always great to play in front of people that you know where they feel like it's uh, very important what's happening is very important to them and then, of course Kyle Fields a great place to play and always an exciting place to play and it's just a great challenge to go uh, play at uh, Texas A&M and uh, uh, of course they hated us for years I never felt like I really hated them they, I'm sure they hated me but um, which was fine because I, you know, uh, your liking me is not mutually exclusive to me liking you. You know, if anything, maybe it helps. And then, um, but uh, no, it was. Uh, they were great games, and it was fun. And it was fun to play uh, Texas A&M, and what a great setting to play. And uh, and yeah, no, it was. They were intense games, and it was always intense. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, Mike Leach is more than familiar with A&M. And you know what? I'll say this about this staff uh, in Leach. They haven't really experienced Davis Wade rocking. Um, you had the COVID year, their first year. So, you know, I don't remember what it was, 25% or something. I went through all that nonsense. All right, last year – You had three home games, NC State, Kentucky, and Ole Miss. But even Ole Miss, I mean, I was at the game, never thought that it really got rocking. It was cold, kind of raining, and Mississippi State didn't capitalize on anything in the first half. And so it never got rolling, and I never got the sense that the crowd believed that they were going to win. Okay? Tomorrow, I think, will be the first time it will be loud. The fans will be in it throughout the game And Leach and the staff will really get a full meal deal, Davis Wade. See, I think the Ole Miss staff got that when they hosted game day last year and won. Uh, They haven't had many either where Vaught-Hemming – you know, it's just the way it happened. Kiffin and Leach's first year was COVID. And then, you know, last year everybody was trying to get kind of back and rolling and so on. Now, Ole Miss ripped off a bunch of wins – um, and again, hosted game day. Uh, it will be a little bit different tomorrow. We'll see how loud Ole Miss is early. It Sometimes it takes us a little time to to warm up on those eleven a.m.s. I expect it to be packed. How loud? I don't know. We'll see if it takes till eleven thirty noon to really get it cooking and going. I do expect. Maybe I'm wrong, but I expect the Mississippi State game to be insane from the jump for the fans to really this will be the first time since 19 19. Egg Bowl yeah 19 Egg Bowl that uh, Mississippi State will really I think have that that pop and electricity in the crowd that's kind of the way I see it Blake you agree or disagree
0: yeah I have to agree I mean I think Like you mentioned, even your games last year, it just wasn't quite the pop. A&M's going to bring something. I mean, I I remember the 2014 run, obviously, when A&M was that second game. They played LSU on the road, then they played A&M, and it was an 11 o'clock game, and it was raucous then. Um, I think there's a reason big brands carry that weight. And so when you have a big brand in town, it just it adds a little pizzazz, right? It's like welcoming in Michael Jordan or welcoming it. you know. And I know A&M doesn't have a Michael Jordan, but it's that same when a star, so to speak, when a big brand comes to your town, it's a big deal.
1: That's true. Kentucky's not a big brand. Ole Miss is excited and they're undefeated. Kentucky's not a big brand. Nope. And whether A&M deserves it, which they don't, they are a big school with a ton of money that the national game day crew and others talk about. And they did get some pop with Johnny Manziel and a Heisman Trophy winner. Whenever you get that, that gives you a little little more sizzle maybe than, than some of your counterparts. And they're big, they're Texas, and all that. Uh, they haven't won at the – they're that one-head-scratcher program that you can never – they are the ultimate enigma in college football. I mean, they're, they're number one by far and away. I mean, eclipsing Michigan and UCLA – and and some other t- – way, because Michigan's won and won at a high level. We love to poke fun at them, and it is easy, and that is boring football up there, right? But – and UCLA's just – they don't care. It's Hollywood and West Coast and other – Lakers and other stuff going on. But uh, the A&M one is the biggest mystery in college football and will continue to be until they prove otherwise, which we don't know if they'll ever do. It's it's the strangest thing. Um. But they're they big. They've made a ton of noise on the recruiting trail. Their coach threw a fit at Lane Kippen and Nick Saban in the offseason, which we got all hot and bothered over because we love that. Um, you know, Jimbo is, is really kind of all over the place as far as when you're trying to figure out what he is um, as a coach and as a program builder. And is he a program builder? I mean, you know, he didn't have to build Florida State. And they were in a super weak conference. And it was before the power of Clemson had – it was before that lion had been kicked. You know, you wake it up and then it goes after – it goes big game hunting. And so that was kind of a perfect and, – and FSU had done it before. I mean, Bowden had knocked down two national championships and played for more. I mean, he lost to Tennessee in 98 and lost another one in 90, I can't remember. So uh, that's why, is it, is it unbelievable to win a national championship And what Jimbo did? Sure, no question. But FSU had won two, had played for another two or three, and were, were unbelievable. Here, A&M, different deal, but they get a lot of pub and a lot of hype because they're in the state of Texas and they have so much money. But this is. This is a big top five recruiter coming into Davis Wade. And, I mean, look, we just received a text from Res Dog, who's been giving me a hard time for not giving Mississippi State enough credit, even though I've said Leach has done a good job, the air raid is what you needed to do, or some variation of. You had to transition and throw the football in the the 21st century. You had to – you know, the three yards in a cloud of dust wasn't going to work anymore. You, know, you had to modernize your program. Uh, but Dog has just sent us a text on the Ag Up equipment text line, and he says, if MSU can't beat A&M at home, then I'm positive Leach is not going to work. And there's a lot of that sentiment within the, uh, the fan base. I actually could make a strong argument disagreeing that even if Leach loses tomorrow doesn't mean it's not going to work although it will be devastating and people will be beyond ticked. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment, agup.com, agup.com, agup Equipment. Also presented by Dr. Kirk Jeffries and Eye Care Professionals. Uh, if you need cataract surgery, Eye Care Professionals with two locations on Lakeland Drive, Flowood and Jackson, Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries, And obviously routine eye exams and contacts and glasses. And if you have something like, over the years I've gotten little viruses in my eye or whatever they are, they can clear that up. But if you need cataract surgery, presented by Eye Care Professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries.